My friends, my friends, school is done. And how many of you have secretly been bumping a little Alice Cooper? You know, school's out for summer. I know all the students are feeling that way, but parents, I mean, parents, how are you doing? I mean, no more online math. Can I get an amen? I mean, finally, you can send the kids outside and tell them to pick up all the rocks because the backyard, it's about to be tilled up. You're going to be creating your own supply chain, baby. Squash, lettuce, beets, zucchini, here we come. Parents, you have a workforce ready to be deployed into this garden you're about to install. But, I mean, honestly, I doubt many of us will do that. And I'm guessing that all of us are really thankful that the seasons are changing. And this is going to be a little chance to breathe and maybe establish a new rhythm that doesn't include staring at a screen for eight hours a day. I think with the season change, it's going to be really helpful to find a new rhythm. And then comes summer. Bam! But summer in the middle of a global pandemic? I mean, this is such a weird time, right? So let me put this thought out there. I'd like to just unpack it a little bit today. We were built to work from rest, not so that we can rest. And I haven't found much rest in this last season. I mean, I feel like our family's rhythm has been shot to, (laughs) well, shot to a place that you don't want to go. So what do we do? How do we navigate this season of our lives? The first thing I want you to do is to give yourself grace. I know I need it. And we're going to dive into this idea that we were created to work from rest, not for rest. And frankly, I've been living in the wrong order, and maybe you have too. What does it mean? What does it mean to work from rest, not for rest? Oftentimes, I find myself stuck in work mode all the time. I come home, I'm still at work. So I address my family like they work with me instead of engaging them in a way that's helpful. If I'm always at work, and I'm always in work mode, I don't rest. And that leads to burnout And that leads to brokenness. Mark Twain once said, the two most important days of our lives are the day that we're born and the day we figure out why. I think it really matters what we do. And between these two moments, we need to find some hope. I hope that all of us can begin to find what we were created to do. Because that gives us focus and direction. But today, we're not going to be talking about the purpose of our life. We're going to be focusing on finding a blueprint. That allows all of us to survive and grow in a global pandemic and in 80-hour work weeks. Growing is one of the core values here at Prairie Heights. And one of the things that is critical for us to understand is growth happens at different rates in different seasons. It might feel like we're just treading water in this season. And that can be one of the most frustrating things ever. I think we are hardwired to accomplish things and it can be so difficult to see how we're growing or changing when it feels like we just can't get traction on today, let alone all of 2020. Whenever we return to normal, whatever that's going to be, my hope is that we will have learned some really helpful ways to live our lives in a new rhythm. I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, you know, being really productive. And I saw a video of a young man who tried to live Mark Wahlberg's daily schedule. It was so fascinating to see how this uber successful dude lives his life. I mean, check out this crazy daily schedule. 
His day starts at 2.45 a.m. with prayer time. And then 3.15, breakfast. 3.40 to 5.15, a workout. And then the day just continues to speed up. He works out more. He spends family time. He's just incredibly focused. And in the midst of all of this, he still gets work done. And I think maybe he's a hobbit because he has at least three different breakfasts. 2.45 a.m. This dude is crazy. I've been trying to follow an idea called the 5 a.m. project for some time. So I love early mornings. But I look at all he gets done in a day, and honestly, I feel super guilty. I'm not living this type of rhythm at all. If you looked at my schedule, there'd be at least two 20 to 30 minute sections of scrolling through Facebook and Insta. Also, there's the mandatory evening watch time of media. I mean, I'm paying for Hulu, so I might as well take advantage of it, right? I know some really disciplined folks, but I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone living this life. But look at how he starts his day. Prayer. I don't care if it's 7.45 a.m. or 10 a.m. The key to starting our day right is prayer. Connecting with God when the day starts just sets us in the right direction and frames our mind in a way that we're going to be able to get more done and we're going to be more present and freed up to tackle whatever we face because we know we have God on our team, the God of the universe. The other takeaway I get from looking at this schedule is that if we can find rhythm in life, we start to own our time and not have our time own us. All of us, all of us have some power to choose what we will do with our time. And I think that we have to understand that every season is different, but it's critical to have a plan. With no plan, we will not succeed or be able to find purpose in life. I think God gives us a great plan. When he created the universe and the earth, there is beauty in simplicity. I love the rhythm that God has given us. One that is simple and straightforward. We work from rest, not for rest. The hope for me is that with some structure and work, rest and work can coexist. If you have your Bible, can you turn with me to the very first book of the Bible? It's called Genesis, and it's the story that Moses wrote so that he could explain to the people what what, who he was leading, how God created all that they saw and experienced in this life. Genesis 127 gives us insight into something that is critical for us to understand. And this is what it says. So God created mankind in his own image. and the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. Have you ever experienced or heard the word Amago Dei? It's a Latin phrase that means the image of God. The God of the universe made us in his image. You are amazing because of that simple fact. Imago Dei means that you and I, we are a reflection of God. In the days that Genesis was written, mirrors were were not readily available. So to be a reflection of someone meant that you had their fingerprints on your life. The way that you live reflected that person. 
For those of us who have kids, watch how many times they do something that you do. They are a reflection of you. Because we have God's fingerprints in our lives, there are spaces in our lives that only can be filled by him. If we learn to live in the pattern that he created for for us, he fills those spaces with his presence. Our rest and work find a whole new pattern because we are living in partnership with God. And frankly, there's no better partner to have. So let's keep reading in Genesis chapter 1, verses 28 through chapter 2, verse 3. This is what it says. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food and to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he made and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Thus, the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So I want you to hear this. From the beginning of time, God blessed us. He wanted us to be fruitful. He wants our lives to have an impact. But the secret to having an impact is to learn to live in a healthy rhythm. It's not always about working 16 hours a day and only sleeping four hours a night. When a tree is healthy and has all that it needs, nutrients, good soil, water, and enough sunlight, its natural response is to grow, produce fruit, and be productive. Every season is different. And if we look at the tree rings... We can see some are bigger than others because there is a rhythm to life and not every season is the same. When we begin to find rhythm, we will begin to be productive. Right now, we need to stop confusing busyness with productivity. I come home so many nights and I tell Kristen, man, I was so busy today, but I'm faced with the question, what did I get done? I'm trying to understand the difference between being busy and productive in my own life right now. In order to be productive, we have to have our own time. We have to own our time and we have to find rhythm in this life. I would encourage you to stop feeling busy and start feeling productive. I want to help us all to drill down on this idea. And my first question in order to get there is, when was the last time? You really rested well. When did you have enough time to stop working and look at what you had accomplished? Have you been able to look at something when you finished it and been able to say, man, that's good. I used to love mowing the lawn and stopping after I was done to see how straight the lines were. Was it striped and looking awesome? 
I think so many of us aren't even stopping. We aren't even stopping to see what was accomplished. We just keep grinding. And this eventually is going to learn to burn out, lead to burnout. And the gift of this global pandemic is that we have a chance to make the most of the season. If we can learn to rest. It allows us to escape the rat maze that so many of us find ourselves living in. And if I'm honest with you, I'm terrible at allowing myself to just have free play. That's one of the keys to rest is just having times that we don't have to accomplish anything. And recreation literally means recreation. When we give ourselves space to have fun, we are made new again and our batteries, they're recharged. My son Judah loves, loves to play Legos games on the Xbox. And there are two options when you play these games. You can either play the levels and beat the game, or you can have free play, where you can do whatever you want, and there's no defined goal. And I am terrible at this. I feel so guilty that I'm not getting something done, even in my play. I think there might be something broken in me. I've forgotten the simple joy of a child who's able to just play and have fun. We will make up the rules as we go just for the next few hours. Part of rest is being able to just enjoy the moment and releasing yourself from the guilt of playing. If we live in the pattern that God has given us, we should have a whole day, a whole day to just be made new by enjoying the things and our lives that help us be recreated. Imagine with me a pendulum. The shape that that pendulum makes is a half circle. On one side of the half circle is growth and productivity. As we swing to the other side, there is rest and recreation. We swing from work to rest and from rest back to work. This is the pattern we see in nature. Things go dormant in the winter, and in the spring, they begin to grow again. I think this is the rhythm that our lives should follow. It reflects how God works and how our world functions. We plant the seeds, and we wait. The rain comes, the sun shines, and things are produced. Seeds turn into plants or flowers. They grow and produce what it was created to be. We are built to work from rest and not for rest. Today, can we begin to understand that a focused framework brings freedom? If we can find a rhythm for our lives, our weeks, and our months, we'll be able to work from rest, not for rest. We will be able to own our time and not have our time own us. So here's a simple framework. You and I, we both have 24 hours in a day, and we need to divide them up. So we need to give ourselves eight hours to sleep, eight hours to work, four hours to be engaged with our family and friends, and four hours to just simply be. This gives a rhythm to live in and a focus for each of the hours of our day. How we program our weeks, that needs to be included too. Time for our family and special times, time for church and spiritual growth, time to accomplish special projects, and time for a whole day of rest. Months need to be taken into account also. The changing of the seasons, 
Are we going to be taking a vacation or going to the lake? What will be the big events that we have upcoming and the places that we need to be healthy in order to be present? But let's be honest, with our current situation, it's hard to plan a month out. This is just a quick overview, and next week we'll dive into a more defined framework. But this week, I hope that you can begin to look at your calendar. Talk with your family and ask these larger building blocks, how do we begin to fit them into our lives? Without school and summer approaching, take the time to reimagine your life rhythm. I know that I'm still a work in progress. I also know that this is the work that will allow my heart to rest and be present with the people that are most important to me. I want to be able to give my full attention when I'm resting because I know I worked hard in the time that I had to do so. It really allows us to live with a whole new level of freedom if we can find rhythm to how we live our lives. Let's pray. Father, we give you thanks. Jesus, I ask that you would teach each of us how to rest. It seems so foreign that we would need to learn this, but God, in this day and in this age, it is hard to disconnect. It is hard to slow down and it is hard to give ourselves space. And so Father, it feels like you've provided that for us right now. What are the things that we need to begin to reorient our lives? Help us this week, Jesus, to ask the right questions and help us to learn to work from rest, not for rest. In your name we pray. Amen.